0: What is your best parenting advice as obviously dad and yeah. stepmom
1: and, and
0: soon-to-be soon mom of a Mama. very well-endowed young man?
1: Well-endowed.
0: Umbilical yeah. cord. <laughs> <laughs> I saw He'll the image. Be I was well like, endowed. damn, dude.
1: He'll probably very be well-endowed anyways. Um, but that was his umbilical cord.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to argue I think with think you're her. mistaken. <laughs>
1: I asked a doctor actually recently. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, is this umbilical cord or we this could this take that image
0: and throw it up there for people to judge themselves.
1: Yeah. We could. He's super cute.
0: That'd be kinda of funny. We could throw it throw it up there. What do you think? Text me a high resolution version of it and we'll we'll let the audience decide. <laughs>
1: let the audience decide. Is it umbilical cord or
0: <laughs> they can vote. <laughs> they could
2: we could have a vote. Oh, um I, honestly though the um Parenting advice: The best thing that, that I could ever share with someone is never communicate with your, with your kids when you're emotionally charged.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Meaning, if you're, angry, if, if you're angry and you're communicating with your spouse, you're you're telling them you don't have your act together, and don't and don't trust you. So why would it be any different for kids? Women are amazingly emotionally intelligent. Kids are the same. Just because they they might not be listening to you doesn't mean that they're not emotionally intelligent. They're just testing the boundaries because that's what that's what kids do. And if you communicate with your kids when you're angry, they learn to be afraid of you. That's different than having them do the right thing for the right reasons, if that makes sense. So if you communicate with your kids and yell at your kids and you're emotionally charged, they don't feel safe. They don't trust you. And it's going to lead to other issues. So anytime I want to get my kids to do something and they're not listening, I just have a sit down with them and just, you know, eye to eye and just say, hey, this is what's going on. And, and I communicate with them. I talk with them and and they do it. But I've noticed that if if I'm pissed about something and I communicate with them, it's not well received. They might do what I ask them to do. But they're when I go to work with them, their nerve systems are jacked up. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of tension on them. So they're doing it out of fear and you don't want to communicate out of fear. It just doesn't work. Nor do you want your kids in fear.
0: Yeah, because then they start doing things reactively or they feel like they're going to be judged and then they stop communicating and telling you things because we had this conversation with uh, Jen and Gracie when she was here because Jen was people, all the kids in the neighborhood would come to their place because it was a safe house and they could be, be themselves and if somebody had drank too much or whatever, they had a they had a bed to sleep at, instead of hopping in their car and trying to drive home, or stupid things like that. And a lot because a lot of parents are like that. They're angry with their children, and they try to force them to live a certain way. And then what happens is it creates a barrier. And then the parents don't know the kids. They don't know what the kids are doing because they're going to go do it anyways. So they're either going to learn about drinking and drugs and sex from you as a parent or they're going to learn it from the streets and the people that they hang out with. And so like her and then also an old girlfriend of mine, her, her dad was a, he was a state trooper. And I remember one night we were, cause we were talking about this in the video that we did with uh, Jennifer and Gracie, which will be coming out. And there was a, one of the neighbors came and knocked on his door and said, your kids are, you know, they were all teenagers in high school. Your kids are down at the end of the street. They got a big fire going and they're all drinking beers and, so he's like it's 10 o'clock and i know where all my kids are what about you where are your kids at right now she didn't know that shut her up pretty quickly but he created a safe environment where their teenage kids could go and have fun with their friends it was a safe environment they could check in the parents would check in on them occasionally versus them trying to hide the fact that they're drinking Mm -hmm. from the parents and then getting in a car and something happening in the kid gets killed or in a bad accident and then the parents are like, I didn't even know my child drank. And, and that nothing. gets back
2: to communicating with, with your kids as though you respect them and you want to be respected back because Jennifer obviously has a good rapport with her kids. Yep. They feel comfortable that they can communicate with her and that she's not going to freak out or get angry, but instead they, they can have a discussion about it. And as a result of having that great relationship and that open communication, her kids – she communicates with her kids in a respectful way so they – do respectful things they respect themselves yeah i mean that that makes total sense i mean i I don't spank my kids i've never spanked them i don't think uh that's ideal i think you're teaching them violence and you're trying to motivate them through fear so that's not the path i've i've taken um we'll see what happens in time you know my kids are six and nine but pretty
0: well behaved
2: they're very well behaved and they're really good kids they're total sweethearts um and and I've noticed in the office, you know, doing the work that we do, the, the network care, we assess when uh, when a client comes in of any age, whether they're older or or kids or, or minors, what's the state of their physiology? Is their body in a fear state? Is their nerve system jacked up? Is is their physiology stressed? And it's interesting that kids that grow up in a household where the the kids are more stressed. It's typically because anger is what's communicated in the house oftentimes. And there's a correlation between that and learning challenges. So if the kid grows up in an environment where there's a lot of rage and a lot of anger, then you're going to see kids that have dyslexia. They have uh, information processing disorders. So it, it's, it's, it's not ideal. So best parenting advice, um, communicate with your kids as, as if you want them to respect you, and they will as though you respect them and it's it's amazing that uh how how they step up to the plate so uh with the parenting advice i've noticed that when ashley is communicating with the kids if she's emotionally charged about something it's like the kids are kind of checked out and not being fully present and sometimes won't do what she's asking them to do but when ashley's calm cool collected and she just says hey this is what needs to happen and you know this is this is what's expected but she's coming across from a peaceful place the kids are totally present with her and more times than not they'll do what she asks them to do much more than if she's emotionally charged would you agree with that? Mm
1: -hmm.
2: yeah so best parenting advice be cool and if you're triggered that's not the best time to communicate with your kids but instead check in maybe do the stage two consciousness exercise which dissolves those triggers so you can be cool and your kids will be be much more likely to follow through with uh, with what you're sharing with them that's from my experience what else cool kids come from cool parents or uh or
0: cool calm kids come from cool calm parents because they're going to emulate your example yeah yeah 100 percent what do you got ash monster
1: well, mine's pretty much the same and really just having conversations with them, talking. I've And I've done this because um, when I was a dancer growing up, I was looked up to as one of the older girls. Um, and the younger girls just loved me because I didn't treat them like they were inferior or younger or didn't understand something. I just treated them like a human And so like same with kids, like just have conversations with them. They're pretty much little adults and we're pretty much big children. So they have a lot to teach us as well. So chat with them, listen to them.
2: Be cool with your kids. And then oftentimes how you communicate with your kids is what they're going to reproduce when they're in relationship. So I mean, you know, what what do you want your kids to be like? What do you want your grandkids to be like? So uh, don't be emotionally charged with them. Be cool with your kids, and and yeah, they 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 show up accordingly. I would say that's probably the, one of the best things I could ever share with someone. Cool. Now, when my kids get older and they're driving and they're having relationship stuff and we're heads, I might think, "Hey, I should have beat them when I had the chance." But for now, no. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're definitely being cool with your kids is the way to go.
0: If you have a good relationship and they respect you, like my girlfriend, old girlfriend who you know who had the daughter who was real little, who's all grown up. Yeah, how old a mom was she when, when, when you were? Five I, and a half, and yeah. she's 26 now. She's had a baby. And I remember her mother was like, yeah, I hadn't spanked her since she was like three years old. Very well behaved, very respectful, very sweet. She's... Yeah. She's, well, you know, she respected you because we had a a good relationship of actual conversations with each other. We took the time to understand where she was coming from and listen to her instead of barking at her like a dog and just saying, do this because I said so, which was how my parents raised me. And you beat the crap out of us or yelled at us or told us just to do what they said just because, because they were the adults and we were the kids. And so it creates the environment where you just want to avoid your parents and you don't want to tell them what you're doing what you're up to, who you're hanging out with. And your parents probably
2: reproduced what was done to them. Yep. So at what point does, does someone break the cycle and say, hey, what, what, gee, I wonder what would happen if I treat my kids as though they're actually emotionally intelligent beings and if I just have a heart-to-heart with them, maybe that would be more influential.
0: Yeah, My my dad, I remember him seeing a lot when I was younger as he was beating the crap out of me. he used to go... Mike when, when I was your age, my dad used to bounce me off the walls. And I was thinking, what the hell do you think you're doing to me right now? And he didn't see it that way. And when I've had conversations about it in recent years, he doesn't remember any of that. He doesn't remember his dad kicking his ass. He doesn't remember doing that to me. He's just,
2: just blocked, blocked it out, out. Yeah, yeah.
0: maybe. Or he was just too drunk to remember because he was always drinking every night. He always had pounding five, six, seven, eight beers, whatever it was. And he was really stressed and irritable, and, you know, I just avoided him. So as I got older, especially in like my early 20s, I really didn't have a relationship with my parents. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there and get away from him. And it was funny because he used to tell me the same thing. He couldn't wait till he was 18 to get out of the house and get away from his parents. And his mother was mad that he moved out because she was like, oh, when he says he was moving out and getting his own place, she's like, oh, I was expecting you to start paying me 500 bucks a month for rent. I was like, I'm not going to sit around here and hang out with that. But they it. reproduced the environment where both of my brother and I, we just I didn't want anything to do with my parents in my early 20s. I just wanted to get the hell away from because I had made new friends and I had friends that had, came from families where they were healthy and not fucked up and dysfunctional. And I, that, you know, I had realized that my parents, my family were a mess. So I enjoyed spending. I had a better relationship with my friends' parents, a lot of them, than I have my own parents' just because I was, I wanted to avoid him because you never knew how my dad was going to react. If he was in a crappy mood, he'd find a reason to get pissed off.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I they, just avoided him. And they project their frustration onto the kids. I really don't think that's what kids are here for. Be cool with kids. And, uh, and they respond accordingly. It's actually amazing. The more calm, the more peaceful I am with my kids when I'm communicating with them, the more they follow through with whatever it is I'm trying to motivate them to do.